Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Hallmark Homies. And we are so glad that you have joined us. So we're going to start off by introducing ourselves as this is uh, the first episode that we are doing. My name is uh, Josh Schuster. Uh, I live in a small town uh, called Milltown, New Jersey. It's up by all of the Brunswicks in uh, New Jersey. So East Brunswick, New Brunswick, North Brunswick, South Brunswick. Told you. I'm surrounded by the Brunswicks. So it's a cute little town that I live in. Um, and so uh, I am the pastor of the United Methodist Church um, at uh, Milltown. So uh, that's a little bit um, about me. Um, also, I'm, I'm a dad of um, two adorable kids, Jackson, uh, who's three, and Raylan, who is nine months, um, and my uh, beautiful wife, uh, Beth, uh, we've been married for 10 years. So I'm going to turn it over to my Hallmark homie here. Well, thank you very much, Josh. My name is Sophia, and I live in South Jersey, further south than Josh, uh, where we say pork roll, not Taylor ham, and our American cheese is white, not yellow, because that would be disgusting. And I work <laughs> in marketing, and I also have a blog for the inflammatory bowel disease community because I have inflammatory bowel disease which is about as fun as it sounds, but we make do. I, I post humorous, inspirational, and informative content. And I'm so excited to be doing this podcast because usually when I do things like this, I'm interviewing doctors about bowels. So this, this is a nice change of pace for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, would, I would agree. <laughs> I think that this is gonna be a little bit more fun than that. A little bit different. I don't a know, it's not fun. We have fun when we talk about bowels, but the, the subject matter, I think, is going to be uh, a refreshing change. <laughs> yes, yes. So let, let's talk a little bit about uh, how we met, just kind of setting the, the table for everybody as we're going to uh, hopefully take some people on, on a journey here. Um, so I'll, I'll turn this uh, over to you because there's one uh, person in particular who introduced uh, the two of us. So I'll, I'll turn this over to you. Yes. Yeah, so my best friend, Mr. Ed, no, he's not a talking horse for those of you who are in the like over 60 crowd. Uh, he and I are about 50 years apart, depending on the month of the year. And we are best friends. We've been best friends for 15 years. And he has a lot of connections with the Methodist clergy in New Jersey. And he saw that Josh was doing a sermon series on Narnia. And given that I am a huge fan, huge fan of Narnia. I mean, I was in the 70th anniversary video. I have a lamppost lamp in my room. Like, don't even get me started. That could be a whole podcast in and of itself. He's like, uh, Josh, you need to talk to Sophia about this. She will help you. And so and we met at Panera to talk about Narnia. And obviously, like, that was a highlight of my life, Panera and Narnia and new friends. Like, what more could a person ask for? And we've been friends ever since. Absolutely. And it's been, it's been great. And so uh, that's all thanks to uh, Mr. Ed. So he's now made it into uh, the, the Hallmark Homies uh, podcast. I don't know how much a uh, Hallmark uh, he nece necessarily watches, but um, <laughs> he's made it into the Hallmark Homies podcast. Yes, I'm sure this Coast Guard vet is going to be very thrilled. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Top sailor, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let's, let's talk about why we love Hallmark movies and Hallmark movies and mysteries. So I'll, I'll let you start. Oh, goodness. I get to, I get the mic a lot in this first one. So 
I love Hallmark movies and Hallmark mysteries because, uh, well, for one, I like to escape to a world where things work out because reality doesn't always go that way. I mean, I was recently furloughed. I'm back at work, but you know, that was a rough summer. Um, I'm single. I I have a chronic illness. Like life isn't always picture perfect. And I like to escape to a world that is, even though they're, you know, they might shut the Christmas tree festival down or somebody was murdered at the bakery. Like it's still overall, it's still fine. So I really like that. And, and personally for me, I'm not into uh, shows and, and such that, that have a lot of uh, gratuitous gore or nudity or anything. I mean, like if that's your thing, that's fine. I have a lot of friends that are into shows like Game of Thrones. And I really wanted to watch Outlander because, um, I really like Scotland, but I've read the parents guide and I was like, you know, that's not for me, but why do that and put myself through that when I can watch a Hallmark movie where they go to Scotland or I can watch a Hallmark movie, you know, where, where they save the day. And so I, I really enjoy that. And it's something that my mom and I like to watch together, obviously. So it's a lot of fun. I bought the Hallmark Christmas wine. I don't really like wine. Um, like at all, maybe the occasional cheap pink Moscato, <laughs> mostly because it's pink, but my dad was like, why did you, what, why did you buy this wine? You don't drink, wine. I was like, cause I had to have it. Cause it's Hallmark. <laughs> like they totally know their target demographic and I feed into it as much as possible. <laughs> How about you, Josh? So yeah, Sophia, I, I love, I love Hallmark simply because I love Christmas. So I am a uh, huge Christmas person. And so before we started recording this, I, I was telling you about volunteering at Christmas Con. And so, so uh, <laughs> walking into the world that is uh, Christmas when it was held here in New Jersey, was uh, wonderful and being able to meet uh, some of the the Hallmark actors and actresses was wonderful but for me it's being able to see the the lights on the tree and being able to hear the music and just kind of what, what you had talked about that in the midst of kind of chaos I can turn on um, good old channel 312 and know that there will be some form of stability there um, I know the outcome already. I'm totally okay with that. I'm not mm -hmm. worried at all about what's going to happen. Um, and I like Hallmark movies and mysteries for a, a different reason. Um, they aren't um, necessarily super cheesy. Um, they do a pretty good job in terms of um, the, the mystery aspect. I, I don't feel like I have it figured out necessarily. And so I think that they do a really good job with that. And so there's a balance between the two. So if I want something, I know what I'm, I'm getting myself into, I can turn on, insert whatever Hallmark movie you, you want. But with the movies and mysteries, there's a little bit of uh, suspense. And I, I kind of like that. You know, it's so. funny. I read on the internet, so you know it must be true, that <laughs> people sure. with anxiety like to rewatch the same shows or the same movies because they know what's going to happen. And when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so me. Like I'd much prefer to watch a show where I know it's going to be okay. And it helps my anxiety because I'm anxious about everything else in life. So why add two? Um, so was, that was an interesting point that you brought up. Like, yes, I know that that city slicker is getting dumped for the cowboy. And I am here for every twist and turn because I just want to see how it unfolds. So, you know, you bring up an interesting point about Christmas. Do you think that your 
your job and your passion as a pastor and all of the craziness that December entails for you has has contributed to your love of Hallmark Christmas movies because it's almost like the Christmas relaxation you don't get to have. Yes, we were talking a a little bit about this. You know, some people get upset that they start before Thanksgiving. For me, if, if I don't get that November fill of Christmas, I don't get it at all. Um, just because of my occupation. Um, you know, people have different times of year that, that, um, times are different, uh, in terms of business for them. And, and that's totally fine. Um, and I'm by no means complaining. It's just the reality of, of life and, and being an adult, our jobs get us busy at different times of the year. And the same is true of my staff here. You know, they know that December is going to be kind of a chaotic time. Um, so here in the office, we start playing Christmas music as soon as November 1st hits, because we need that uplifting bit of moment. But for me, it, it kind of goes back to, to family vacations, actually. It, it's kind of how I stumbled upon these with my mom and my dad actually uh, putting them on initially. Now, my parents can't watch them as often as I do and watch them over and over again. And my wife rolls her eyes every time she sees <laughs> that I have a Hallmark Christmas movie on. But uh, for me, it's it, it's more just... I don't know. I just love Christmas. Um, and, and I love the supposed goodwill, um, I guess that's supposed to be there. Um, and I, I think, uh, putting what Hallmark does, I, I just kind of wish that it could be year round because I think we just have a hard time loving each other. Um, and that's really what I find just throughout the, the Hallmark movies is just this idea of love, even if it's year round, even if it's their summer ones, you know, we talk about how we want to love each other and it's just not present and with actions or words. And that's really kind of what draws me in, I guess. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand where you, where you would get that sense of, of calm. And, and, I, and I get that too. Like, I, I think that's half the reason we want to escape to these, these remote towns, not necessarily just because they're basically a Pinterest town. Like they look so cute and everyone has perfect teeth and you know, everything's fine except for whatever their problem is. Like, you know, no funding for the Pinecone Festival or whatever, but like overall the people tend to be kind or at least well-intended. Uh, and, and that is something that I think we wish we could all escape to, especially now during COVID when you have to limit your social circle, you wanna make sure that the people that you are with um, you know, bring, bring joy to your life and, and not, uh, I heard a term energy vampire. So you don't want to hang out with energy vampires necessarily. And I think that Hallmark is definitely, at least for me, a recharge because of, of how everyone behaves. Yeah. Energy vampire. I like that. Yeah. Unless it's, unless it's a movie. Now, sometimes I will admit, I am a huge fan of Hallmark. Obviously I'm a Hallmark homie. <laughs> there are Hallmark movies that I like to watch now, now, forgive me for saying this because I don't know if Hallmark will ever stumble upon this podcast and and not give us a you know a guest appearance on their talk show Home and Family because of what I'm about to say. But there are shows that I like to watch not because of the show, but because there's a particular character that gets on my nerves, and I like to be like, oh my gosh, look at this guy, look at this guy again. Like, there's so many Hallmark movies that I love, but then there's just certain characters, and I don't know if it's the I don't want to blame the actor. I don't want to blame the writer. You know, but these people, this is their livelihoods and they're, they're pouring their heart and soul into this clearly. But sometimes 
there's just a combination of, of factors that just get on my nerves. I've been like, yeah, I love to watch it <laughs> because it just, I don't know, maybe it makes me feel smarter because I can, I can think of how I would have rewritten that or what, but for the most part, I love to watch it to escape. There, there are just a little couple that I'm like, mm, I'm feeling sassy today. Let me put on <laughs> this episode. <laughs> well, I, it's interesting that you bring that up because I, there, there's a couple that, that I feel that way about as well. However, it's in pertaining to either an actor, actor or actress in the way that they, um, I guess, perform in that role is how I want to phrase this. But then because Hallmark utilizes the same actors and actresses, <laughs> um, which is fine. Like, don't get me wrong. We had this conversation. Like, there will be no Lacey Chabert um, slander on this podcast. No, never. I will not no. allow it. Don't even um, think about it. Nope. No. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm fine with seeing her a hundred times, you know, throughout the Hallmark Christmas season. I will totally believe that she is a full-time crossword writer that also solves murders like yes absolutely and then on the hallmark channel she's there baking as well running a full-time bakery in switzerland yeah totally makes sense i am here for it um but there are there are a couple of other actors and actresses that i i think kind of fell on their face the first time or two but then i like watching them later on seeing how they redeem themselves becoming more capable in the what you would call the quote-unquote hallmark type role going back and watching those first time or two and be like man that really was a train wreck and then watching again them redeem themselves um so i you know i'm i'm there with you and there's some movies that i'm like this is just not good there are some that i just cannot watch um but anyway yeah no i mean you you bring up a really good point i and i think with Hallmark, you've got to suspend the disbelief a little bit, right? I mean, I, I'm a huge Hallmark fan, but I, I know that I sound ridiculous when I'm like, yes, I bought my Hallmark wine to not drink while I watch this totally believable story about the city slicker and the cowboy. Like, I know, <laughs> I know it's a Hallmark movie and that carries with it connotations. But see, I... I don't mind the ridiculous. I love it. So for me, it's not necessarily a dig at anyone or their line of work, because again, I I have the utmost respect for actors and crews and like, I couldn't do what you're doing. So even though I may complain on this podcast, like it's just not meant to be taken personally or anything, because I have utmost respect for people who do things, especially things that I know that I can't. Uh, But I, but I think I would imagine when you're going into this role, it can be easy to think I'm going to go in there and I'm going to take away the negative stigma because I'm going to give it this huge Hollywood performance and everyone's going to stop laughing at me because they're going to be like, wow, this is it. When really the best, the best acting in it comes when you give up that Hollywood cockiness and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go and fall for the cowboy and I'm just going to take my vulnerability and let it shine because I'm in a Hallmark movie, not to, um, you know, not give it your all because it's Hallmark, but to just not treat it like, you know, you're in the matrix or something like there's a, it's a, it's a genre in and of itself. 
It's not just a rom-com, it is a hallmark and you've got to play to the judge in that role. And I think the scripts have gotten better over time too. I mean, you said you used oh, yeah. to watch them growing up. I, I can't really watch anything before like 2017. See, we're we're totally different that way. <laughs> my my favorite my favorites are are the old ones. I, I I really embrace them. I think there's part of it is a a sentimental reason, right? That's it's right. it's right when I got introduced to it. So a lot of the ones I like are on overnight, right? Like they're the ones that nobody cares about anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, I love these. Why aren't they on at two o'clock in the afternoon? You know, when I can have it on, you know, on my desk at work, you know, like I, I like them for that reason. I agree with you that I think the scripts have gotten way better. And, and to your point, I think the actors and actresses, it's about embracing the role. I think that's what you were trying to, to get at, embracing the genre. It's mm -hmm. the same thing I tell my wife. It's the same thing that I tell my <laughs> congregation. You don't watch a Hallmark movie going in expecting it to be, you know, this incredible film that is going to be earth shattering, that's going to be up for, you know, all these awards. It's a Hallmark movie. Embrace it for what it is and enjoy it. Enjoy the little things about the Hallmark movie. It's right. a Hallmark movie. Exactly. Enjoy it and love it for what it is. I call it riveting cinema. And yes, it's a joke, but guess what? I'm the joke. I'm the one spending my days watching this riveting cinema because I just love it. It's a, it's a genre. You know, it's funny. Someone said, oh, you know, should I watch Hallmark Christmas movies? Because I, I tried to before, but they just seem like chick flicks with snow. I'm like, that's exactly what they are. And they are awesome. And you should watch them. You should watch the chick flick with snow because, you know, it's winter. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, oh that's God. great. Yeah. So um, now that we've gotten into this um, topic of <laughs> Hallmark being um, completely um, unrealistic or <laughs> completely perfect. Hey, I've, I've used it in a sermon one time. <laughs> hey, I, I'll get there. I, I do talk about Hallmark frequently in sermons. So Hallmark, if you do happen to stumble upon this, my congregation knows when countdown to Christmas starts, a number of them have now started watching because of me. So it, you're welcome, I guess. Um, <laughs> they get to the front of the communion line if they download the app, or is that like, you know, that, not how it works? <laughs> might be a little too far. Maybe just a little. <laughs> so how, how do we think that Hallmark is relevant today? Despite everything that we've just talked about. <laughs> How, how is Hallmark relevant today? Hmm. I know that it is, and I just don't know how to qualify it. Like, I just don't know how to, uh... so, I mean, other than the fact that their, their outfits are goals half the time. Um, oh, I know. I really like how, I'm going to take Aurora Tea Garden, for example. It is really comforting to me as a single 24 year old, which I know everyone's like, oh, you're so young. I'm like, yeah, I am. And I'm fine. I'm living my life. But you know, when you watch so many Hallmark movies, you're like, oh, that's nice. I'm so glad that you got your happy, you know, ever after. I'll just keep waiting. It's fine. It's pandemic. There's no dating now. But uh, I think it's great that- Aurora There's no dating now in 2020. <laughs> garden is in her upper 30s and not married has no kids 
is living the dream. She's got her job at the library she clearly loves. She runs the Real Murders Club. She solves all the murders. And yeah, she has a boyfriend now. They have their fiancés. But there are episodes throughout the course of, of this series where she's single or she just had a breakup. Like she's out there living the dream. So you could say that, oh, this idea of like always having a guy at the end is so detrimental to female psyche it's like have you even watched the movies though because sometimes sometimes the girl walks away because the guy wasn't good and he redeems himself but she still had the strength to walk away in the first place or you take aurora tea garden for example um or um what's her name hannah swinton in murder she baked i forget i forget her name her name's Uh, hannah but she's owning her own business and having to choose between norm and and kingston but that's fine because she's like out there being single too busy to worry about dating half the time of the series so i think it's relevant today because they've definitely adapted their characters to to showcase you know we're, we're more than just searching for happily ever afters we we also own businesses i'm saying we as in like females you know we also own businesses and occasionally solve murders so that's my two cents yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back um, to something I, I mentioned earlier, and for me, it's it's this idea of communicating love. Um, I'm gonna utilize the Hallmark Channel specifically. I'm gonna set aside movies and mysteries um, <laughs> for for a minute because you kind of covered it with with your side, so I'll I'll cover uh, the other side. Specifically in in this time we have a very hard time um, listening to each other. We have a very, very hard time understanding the, the simple concept of what we as parents teach our children when they're young of showing decency and respect and love. And at some point it's gotten lost. And so I, I think the, the what makes Hallmark so relevant to me today is that when I watch these, I see this the ideals that I'm trying to teach to Jackson and to Raylan, this ideal, this this ideal world where people do carry a genuine joy about them, that carry a genuine love about them, and not just for themselves, which I think is also important. The people in these shows and movies genuinely have a healthy self-confidence about themselves, a healthy self-care about themselves for the most part, but so much so that it spills out to take care of other people. They're willing to step in and take care of other people when it's needed, um, except for the villains. We'll kind of set them off to the side, right? I'm, I'm talking about mostly the main people. Um, and, and that's something that I think has really kind of been lost and in a number of these movies specifically the art of listening and that's something that maybe because it's 2020 maybe because of everything that's going on that's something as i've been re-watching some of these video these movies i've i've begun to notice is that a lot of these movies involve listening to each other um before the the love sets in um and so that's how i would say that they're kind of relevant today absolutely so now, are, 
are Jackson and Raylan in the room when you were watching them? <laughs> Hallmark through like osmosis? Are they down on the floor playing with their toys and then just Hallmark is in the background? So um, when, when, I, when I watch them uh, in the morning or afternoon, depending upon when Beth is at work, um, I will put on uh, the Hallmark channel um, because shamelessly I, I can watch it um, while I, I have them on because most of these, I, I know all the lines by heart. So it kind of is what it is. But <laughs> Jack likes looking at the Christmas trees. Raylan is going to be our, our musical prodigy child. She just hears music and she's just like drawn to it. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, they, they are kind of aware, so... But, you know, I think I think that's great. Obviously, I don't have kids, so I, I should really speak on this topic. But I do think that um, sometimes the lessons in the Hallmark movies are so clear and so obvious. And I think that's that's what people like to complain about Hallmark movies is that it's like, oh, well, obviously, if she didn't keep that secret, there never would have been the big falling out. Or, oh, if they had just apologized, they wouldn't have had 10 years of rivalry like to us on the couch watching with our hot cocoa and, and soup, like, yes, that was so painfully obvious. But I think because it's, it's a show that is safe for all ages in the room to have on in the background, if, if younger kids are, are picking up pieces of the plot, obviously, you know, it's not, it may not be as entertaining to them as like Blue's Clues, but if they're picking up pieces, the pieces they're picking up are good. So I, I think that's awesome that you have it on. Yeah, and and in Jack's eyes, uh, Hallmark, no, no offense, you are no Blaze uh, monster machines, okay? Um, he would much rather have Blaze on, but- um, That's fair, that's fair. You know, um, it kind of <laughs> is what it is. But, you know, and, and to your point, um, you know, if you watch the the visual version, I'm very obviously a Liverpool fan. I have the hat on, the 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 scarfs behind me. I have literal bobbleheads on my desk behind me. You know, kids watch everything you do, what you're watching, and everything. It became clear to me one day when I was watching a Liverpool match. I didn't yell anything at the TV or anything. Liverpool, Sadio Mane actually just missed a shot and I threw my arms up and I just went, ah, and Jack now, whenever he sees soccer on TV, that's all he does. And, <laughs> I, and in that moment, it was my first, oh crap moment as a dad. And I was like, this child is watching everything I'm doing and he's associated now the two. So anyway, to, to your point, you know, that you're, you know, that you're bringing up, it's, you know, they pick up a lot more than than what we give them credit for. So really adorable though. Like as frustrating as that might be, I'm sure it looks really cute. At least the first five times. <laughs> well, it no, the first five times it's all crap. And then after that it becomes adorable because, you know, <laughs> when you're outside and he misses the ball and he goes, Oh crap. It, it, yeah, then it's not adorable anymore. So it'll be real fun when he begins to play well, soccer, you know, for the town. He's Masters kid. He's kind of, yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> All right, so we, now that now that we've had the Pastor Josh all crap moment, this is a great time to segue into our <laughs> last topic. Oh, so Hallmark has 
kind of broken through as much as we've talked about, um, I don't want to phrase this, as much as we've, we've talked about how much they've stayed within their mold with just being able to tune in, we, we know what they're, they're going to be showing, we know how the episode's going, as much as they've stayed within their mold for a number of years, they finally this year um, kind of are breaking out of their mold. Uh, in particular, I'm thinking of the, the first Hallmark Christmas movie they had this year, Jingle Bell Bride. Um, they, there was this uh, just dynamic uh, chemistry um, as they're continuing to just increase their diversity, which I think is just a, a phenomenal thing, something that we were talking about, something that really needs to happen. Uh, it's been a complaint for a long time from a lot of Hallmark homies um, <laughs> outside of the two of us. Um, it's really something that need need to happen. Um, and if you watch that first that first movie, um, I think you would be in agreement that there was just a, a dynamic chemistry that that took place, and it was just something that was really refreshing to see. Um, and this is coming from someone who loves watching. The same thing every single time. Um, it was just so refreshing to see some diversity injected into um, the, the Hallmark movies. And there's going to be more coming, which is right. just even better. And not just as these sidekick roles or um, token characters, as, as I like to call them, um, it, but in lead roles, um, which really needed to happen. So I've, I've kind of given my two cents. I'm going to turn things over to you, Sophia, and you can kind of give us your your two cents on everything well last year snl saturday night live came out with a parody uh advertisement for hallmark and i loved it i thought it was hysterical they were yes. like oh you know we use the same five uh five movies use the same set notice the gazebo and you know it was just it was so funny because it's all the things that we love about hallmark anyway right but if you, my mom always said if you can't laugh at yourself what can you laugh at yeah and, and one of the things they brought up was like, oh, and here's our black character with no backstory. And I am embarrassed that I didn't pick up on that until I watched the SNL video. I will admit to you, I, we, I, mean, I know that we all will spend our entire lives learning and hopefully loving. Uh, and so that was something that I, I had to learn and I'm grateful that it was brought to my attention, even if it was SNL. Uh, and so I was embarrassed that I, I hadn't picked up on it because after watching that video over and over and over, <laughs> I started to watch Hallmark movies with a new lens. And now it's, you know, a thing in the house. It's like, oh, do they have a backstory? <laughs> no. Oh, you know, oh, do, they do have a backstory. And, you know, it's just poking fun. But and I'm and I'm really relieved to see more diversity. And I think diversity is important, uh, not not because we're trying to fill quotas, you know, the, these are, the, the diverse actors are bringing in are talented. They are worthy of the, the role they have been cast. And I think it's important that everyone has the opportunity to feel that sense of joy and the warm fuzzy feelings you and I described in the beginning of watching a Hallmark movie. And I think it's important that people see themselves represented on screen so that they have a better chance at getting that warm fuzzy feeling. So I, I just think it's amazing that Hallmark is making more strides in diversity. I, I'm really upset that I was watching, um, what's the one that Holly Robinson Pete is in? Is it Morning Show Mysteries? right? Because she has her own show and everything. And I was really enjoying that one. Obviously, very diverse cast in that one. 
Um, and I haven't been able to find it. I think they put it on an app that you have to pay for or something. I don't know. I got to figure that out. But I, like, I was like, oh, this is great. Let's, let's add this to, to my mix of, of mysteries that I like to watch. And, and, and I just really enjoy seeing, yeah. And I, I think that's part of the re ridiculousness quote unquote of Hallmark is like, oh yes, this is such an unrealistic world. Yeah, because the town is all full of people that look like me. In real, I don't know where our listeners live, but like where I live, there's different people and it's still not the most diverse area, but it. You need to come to Milltown, New Jersey. <laughs> but you know, it's just, I think it's great. I, I think all God's creation is beautiful and, and we should be celebrating yeah. that in, in all kinds of media, including Hallmark movies. And I'm really, really happy that that's happening because hopefully one day I'll have kids and I can show them Hallmark movies. And uh, it'll be even more of a lesson in love, as you have pointed out. Yeah, I, I think, you know, and I'll, I'll go back to the first, the first movie that they showed this year. I think that it was critical that not only they had it on the forefront, but that they picked one that was really, really had, had really good chemistry between the actor and the actress mm -hmm. because if they had put it out as the very very first one just trying to essentially shut people up and again hallmark if you ever get a wind of this and you want to shut us down because of what i'm saying I, you know, I don't know if you that was your intention of having it first was to just shut everybody up which may have been <laughs> you picked a really, really good one because, and forgive me, I, I don't know the actor or actress's name. I am terrible with that. Um, but I, it, it was just, it was so refreshing to see. Um, and just, I, I, I'm so happy that they're finally doing this. Um, it, it just, it got really, you, you brought up the SNL skit and, and I, um, I, I, I had noticed it before that um, and I had laughed and cried my way through that skit because I, I love, I love the, the Hallmark movies. Um, but the, the, some of the tears in there were also, you know, the, the, just this, they, they need to make some changes. So any closing thoughts? Uh, a couple, but one, why don't you mention what Jingle Bell Bride, what, what made that so special for our viewers who haven't seen it yet? um the the diversity aspect yeah isn't it wasn't it the the first interracial couple yes so it was uh the, or at the least first, like in the main forefront yes so it was the the first time in in a hallmark christmas movie because uh, i haven't done more specific background <laughs> but i feel pretty confident in saying in a hallmark movie um, but specifically Hallmark Christmas movie that there was an interracial couple featured as the main characters in, in the movie. Um, and again, it was just, it was, it was so refreshing to, to see that. So. I, um, I just finished the show Shits Creek and I watched a documentary about it and they were saying part of the magic of that show was that, um, that they had LGBTQ plus representation, but it wasn't a big deal. Like there was no huge homophobia that they had to overcome or it just, it just was 
written in, and performed in a way that this is just how life is and this is how uh, the world is in Schitt's Creek. It just is. It, there's no need to be like, <gasps> or I just, it, it was written the way that straight characters would be written or heterosexual characters would be written. And I thought that was awesome because it was just like, everything was chill in, in that way. And I think what's great about Hallmark movies as, as they're growing more diverse is, is in my experience thus far in the movies that I've seen, there hasn't been a big <gasps> moment. It's just, this is life. This is how life is. Life is diverse. You know, it just is, is written in a way that is, you know, it's not like, oh, let's get our, our token, you know, speech in about diversity. It's like, no, this is, th this is our storyline. It just so happens now that it's being played by characters, by actors and actresses who more accurately represent our target audience. And I, and I think that's really great. And, I, and, a, and a move that they should be continuing to make in my humble opinion. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And again, they're talented actors and actresses. Like, let's make that very clear it's not just we're trying to you know expand our brand they're they're very talented actors and actresses that are are taking over you know these these lead roles and it it's wonderful to to see yeah diversity isn't just a box to check yes um, and, and if you treat it that way it, it's wrong on many levels and and the storyline suffers but if you if you endeavor to make media that more people can can see themselves in then I think that's a beautiful thing and it leads with love which is so on brand for Hallmark uh, as you have said it's just all about leading with love and I think that that's awesome and, and one of the many reasons us Hallmark homies feel that you should definitely watch Hallmark <laughs> if you haven't before <laughs> that's right that's right shameless plug for the company not paying us at all <laughs> Not That's paying right. us any attention, not paying us any money. <laughs> In fact, we haven't even gotten permission to use their name. So there we go. There we go. <laughs> kind of started using it. So. Yep. Can't be the only ones though. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I hope that they lead with love when they write our cease and desist letter. <laughs> we'll just change one letter in it. <laughs> All Mark homies. Yeah. All of the markings. We we'll just add a U somewhere. It'll be silent. It'll be fine. <laughs> You're you a marketing person. You like pneumonia, you know, like the, the fall mark movie. Perfect. Because <laughs> I'm from South Jersey. You live in South Jersey. It'll be like a Philly thing. It's perfect. It's totally fine. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap on episode one. So... Woo! Yay. I, uh, I'm glad we were able to do this and uh, I'll, I'm looking forward to episode two. So yeah, me too. Do we have a catchphrase? Have a Hallmark day. There you go. Have a Hallmark day have for right Hallmark now. That's day. our, that's our catchphrase for right now. Have a Hallmark day. Have a Hallmark day viewers, listeners, people. viewers and listeners. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody have a, have a Hallmark day. <laughs>